Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 212, In Praise of Creativity in Modern Medicine, Part 3. Trauma gets a lot of mileage these days. During my many years of teaching violence prevention all over the country, I would occasionally find myself doing trauma-related workshops for frontline workers. I always thought this definition was right on. PTSD is a spectrum of normal reactions to highly abnormal circumstances. Basically, a continuation and an exaggeration of the normal protective fight-or-flight response. In the body's attempt to protect itself, symptoms appear which can be destructive. Think of it using seasonal allergies as an analogy. When my body develops runny nose and itchy, watery eyes, it's attempting to protect itself by flushing out the offending allergen protein, or in the case of asthma, narrowing the bronchial passageways so less of the invading material can enter. In the end, the body's excessive protective responses are what create havoc and turn out to be not helpful or even destructive. Symptoms of PTSD include recurring intrusive recollection of the traumatic event, persistent avoidance of stimuli associated with the trauma, or numbing of general responsiveness and persistent symptoms of emotional and physiological hyperarousal. A person experiencing PTSD may appear anxious, behaviorally impulsive, hypervigilant, hyperactive, withdrawn or depressed, have sleep difficulties, increased heart rate or blood pressure. All signs of being on hyper-alert status. Once thought to be primarily limited to soldiers in combat, PTSD is now recognized in civilians, including those who have experienced natural disasters, physical and sexual assault, fire, motor vehicle, and other serious trauma, as well as those who have witnessed inflicted injury or death. Exposure to a traumatic event is common, with one in four children experiencing this by the time they are 18 years old. The rigorous Adverse Childhood Experiences study of 17,000 people clearly show that child abuse and neglect is the single most preventable cause of mental illness and drug and alcohol abuse, as well as significantly contributing to diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. 70% of U.S. adults have experienced at least one traumatic event in their lifetimes. A formal diagnosis needs a minimum symptom duration of a month, at least, at a level of severity necessary to impair an individual's functioning. PTSD has been estimated to have a lifetime prevalence in the range of 5 to 12%, with women having twice the prevalence rate of men. Not to minimize the major traumas that many experience, the idea of micro-traumas has entered our lexicon. Rather than a huge monumental event, this is a phenomena in which small negative events add up and create programmed assumptions in our brains. These lead to automatic and often unwanted emotional responses. Rather than being ignored or denied, such chronic emotional wounding needs addressing. Seemingly insignificant slights, insults, abandonment, and backbiting accumulate to adversely affect self-worth and self-esteem to the point of limiting one's capacity for healthy relationships. Besides the Western medicine view, many worldwide cultures have realized that trauma settles in the body, blocks energy flows, and eventually can fester into physical illness. When any body part is affected by destructive energies or trauma, the heart closes down a bit. 
Susto is a Spanish word for soul loss. The notion that mind and body are separate has delayed our understanding of the true nature of illness. Our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects are clearly interdependent and do not exist in isolation. Feeling upset or spiritually empty adversely affects the ability of our body to function. When we focus on healing and imbalance in any of our windows on the world, we positively influence the other openings. Susto is attributed to a frightening event that causes the soul to leave the body, resulting in unhappiness and illness. The impact is global, including somatic complaints of muscle aches and pains, along with appetite and sleep disturbances. Feelings of sadness, lack of self-worth and motivation, and difficulty functioning in normal social roles intensify one's difficulties. Ritual healing focuses on calling the soul back to the body, followed by thorough cleansing of body and spirit to restore overall balance. As we struggle to heal the traumas of the past, it's essential to acknowledge that every element of our being was affected and needs the nourishing gifts of our loving attention. How to bandage the brutality with beauty. I believe any significant trauma needs to be fully grieved as part of the healing. Various modalities have been created to ease this suffering, from drama and art therapy to controlled sessions with psychedelics, trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy to meditation, acupuncture, hypnotherapy, and EMDR, eye movement desensitization therapy. To help resolve PTSD, one must realize it is a normal reaction to crazy circumstances and develop a toolkit to manage the anxiety and fear as it arises mobilize emotional support, and foster a personal environment with consistent, predictable nurturance and safety. Creating a healing ceremony with loving friends also helps one move beyond past hurt. Basil van der Kolk, author of the must-read The Body Keeps the Score, writes, quote, Beneath the surface of the protective parts of trauma survivors, there exists an undamaged essence, a self that is confident, curious, and calm, a self that has been sheltered from destruction by the various protectors that have emerged in their efforts to ensure survival. Once those protectors trust that it is safe to separate, the self will spontaneously emerge and the parts can be enlisted in the healing process. Close quote. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.